Welcome, wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host, Brandy, and on this show, we talk about all things wrestling, from AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show, we're going to be covering night two of WrestleMania and its results. Now, the first match of the night, I was kind of a not really surprised, but kind of shocked that this match was even there. And I'm talking about The Fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Now, this one I figured they would have put later on in the night. I figured this one would have been the perfect one to kind of put in the middle or toward the end. But they decided to go a totally different route, and I'm okay with it. But it would have been better to do it later in the night. Now, the entrance to Randy Orton, he changed his ring gear up a little bit. Red and white. I kind of liked the ring gear. It was kind of cool. The graphics and stuff were neat. I liked it. I thought it was great. But the Fiends and Alexas was the best ring opener I had seen. Uh, Alexa coming out, waving to the crowd with your cute little outfit, being, you know, Alexa. Coming out and just being, you know, just being cheerful and charming. I was kind of excited about that. But to see the Fiend walking down a hallway and completely morph from one side, which is the burnt side, to his true form was absolutely fantastic. It was incredible to see. And all of a sudden it shifts to Alexa. She's standing down there. Randy's trying to figure out exactly what she's doing. You look over and there's this giant jack-in-the-box. I mean, huge jack-in-the-box. This was incredible. She walks up, waves to Randy, does her little thing, and starts cranking it. You're sitting there the whole time thinking, okay, what is going to come out of this jack-in-the-box? Is it going to be something twisted like a skeleton? What are we going to see? When the box popped open, out comes the fiend. Incredible. Fantastic. I was like, this is a great entrance. This is a perfect way to bring the fiend to WrestleMania. Crowd went nuts. They were on fire. It was great. The match itself, fantastic. They actually both back and forth. The Fiend was really doing good. He was doing great. I was impressed the whole time. You know, I'm sitting there going, okay, is Alexa going to come into this somehow? Is she going to trick Randy? Are we going to see something just absolutely fantastic? But the shocker came when the Fiend was actually winning. He was getting ready to do his move, Sister Abigail. And he turns around and what does he see? Alexa in this twisted looking outfit with black gunk, you know, watery gunk coming down her face, sitting on the top to the entrance to the jack-in-the-box, trying to lure the fiend toward her. I'm thinking, what is going on? Alexa, you should be, you know, helping the fiend, not going against the fiend. The fiend gets tricked. Now, I told you guys, my prediction I thought was going to be the fiend. I thought, surely the fiend's got it this time. He's going to beat Randy. This is a perfect way to end the feud between Randy Orton and the fiend. But nope, Alexa swerved me. She cost the fiend the match. Randy Orton was the winner. I was not happy with this. I'm a Fiend fan. I've told you guys previously on the, my results for my or my predictions for night two that I thought it was going to be the Fiend. I'm a huge Fiend fan, and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all out there in you know the wrestling community are the same way. Y'all love the Fiend. You love what WWE is doing with this. So to see the Fiend lose this way kind of made me a little mad. But of course, Randy won. Nothing you can do to change that. Nothing you can say. Randy won, so as I said, I was wrong. 
WWE swerved me. Randy Orton was the winner. Now on to the Tag Team Championship match. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Natalya and Tamina. Now this one, I told y'all the night before that I was pretty sure it was going to be Natalya and Tamina. Natalya and Tamina have been doing great. As a tag team, they have really been doing good. They have dominated the tag team division. So I was pretty sure that Natalya and Tamina were going to have this one. They did so well in the tag team turmoil match, I was pretty sure it was going to be them. But of course, then again, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax have just, they've dominated it. They've put every tag team they've ever faced through the ringer. They're great together. I was kind of concerned that they would bring Reggie into it, but Reggie didn't show up, so that kind of made me happy because that gave Shayna and Nia a chance to show what they really could do as a tag team without having Reggie in the middle of it because, come on, guys, let's face facts. Reggie doesn't really fit into the group, but then again, what do I know? But Oh, sorry, guys, that privileges of working at home, you have a dog that likes to bark every now and then, so please excuse them. But on to what I was saying. Naya and Shayna were just fantastic. Tamina and Natalia, they were good. But, you know, when Shayna would get into the match with Natalia, I was like, ooh, are we going to get a sharpshooter? What are we going to get? I really was hoping that the tag team titles would change hands. But then again, WWE decided that Nia and Shayna are just so good and the fans love them so much. My prediction was wrong. Yet again, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax did win that match. I was very disappointed and very upset that Natalya and Tamina didn't get their chance to have a title. But then again, maybe WWE has plans down the road to give it to them. I don't know. I'm not WWE, so I have no idea. Moving on to the match that I was really, really, really kind of excited about and kind of unsure. Sami Zayn with podcaster and YouTube sensation Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. I've told you guys previously, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can bring a match. When you put the two of them together, they're fantastic. In NXT, they were great. Their matches were phenomenal. They were just really good. So, I kind of was hoping that this match would kind of be good too. Sami Come on, conspiracy theories aside, Sammy's good. He's really good. He really is. And WWE's not giving Sammy saying, like I said, credit where credit's due. But Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is at the top of his peak of his career right now, prime of his career. He any match you put Kevin Owens in, it's gonna be good. As he calls himself, he calls it Kevomania, which I kind of love that gimmick. But anyways, the match itself. I was scared Logan Paul was going to get involved. I really was, but granted, he didn't, so I was kind of happy. Sami Zayn kept trying to roll out of the ring and avoid the fight with Kevin, and I'm like, come on. He kept yelling at the ref, saying that the ref wasn't counting right. I'm like, come on, Sammy, get real. They're doing their job. Stop interfering in the match. But it did, I mean, they did great. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, fantastic. As I told you guys, I thought Kevin Owens was going to win, and WWE did not disappoint me. Kevin Owens did win that match. The part that I love the most is when Logan Paul come up there and tried to basically raise Kevin Owens' hand, saying, look, 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 I, I picked it. Kevin Owens was going to win. I told you guys he would. And Kevin Owens turned around, basically kicks him where it counts, and stuns him. That to me, I was like, that is just perfect. That is a heck of a way to make a spot on WrestleMania. You get stunned by KO. That's got to be just great. So that match to me was good. Now, on to the U.S. title match. Sheamus versus Matt Riddle. 
I've told you guys how I felt about Matt Riddle from the beginning. I told you guys how I felt about Matt Riddle. I think they brought him on too soon and too fast. Riddle is he's good. He's really good. His mat, you know, his ring awareness, his match work, he's great. The problem is, is Riddle got that title way too soon. So now you got this feud with Sheamus. This feud's been going on for a little bit. Back and forth in the back. Matt Riddle messing with Sheamus. Sheamus not liking it. The whole scooter gimmick, which I'm just like, why are you running around in a scoot scooter? Come on. Sheamus breaking the scooter. Any match that Sheamus is in, Sheamus really does well. He really showcases what he can do. When he's a champion, it's even better. Sheamus is fantastic. Fantastic. So when you put him with Matt Riddle, I was kind of skeptical. Could Matt Riddle prove that he really belonged as U.S. champion? Could he really show what he can really do? Because, I mean, come on, guys. He's good. He really is. I'm not saying he isn't. He can be a little annoying at times, in my opinion. Some of you might not agree. Some of you might like the gimmick. If you do, that's great. For me, as a wrestling fan, I'm like, come on. Give Matt Riddle a chance to show what he can do in the ring and stop doing all this gab in the back. Let him showcase what he can do. They did not disappoint me. Matt Riddle and Sheamus brought it. It was a fantastic match. Back and forth, you weren't sure which one was going to win. You weren't sure if Matt Riddle was going to retain, if Sheamus was going to retain. You weren't sure they would end up outside the ring, come back in. You were kind of on the fence as to where it was going to be. But as I told you guys, my prediction was Sheamus, and I was correct. I was very happy to see Sheamus finally get a U.S. title, finally get to show you have a title, because when Sheamus is a champion, he's great. He is fantastic. You, I mean, I just look forward to everything he's going to do as a champion. He's done it with the WWE Championship. Sheamus is just good at whatever he does. Now, the Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship between Big E and Apollo Crews. I talked to you guys last time about how I felt about Apollo Crews' gimmick. It's it's kind of weird, but to me, I think WWE is exploiting, the creative team is exploiting that. It's, it's okay to embrace your heritage, but you're taking it a step too far. Let Apollo Crews do what Apollo Crews do. Apollo Crews is great. He's a great wrestler. I will not deny that. He was great in NXT. He was great when he came. But WWE is taking this gimmick, the creative team is taking it a little too far. Embrace, let him embrace his heritage. Let him show, hey, I'm from Nigeria. Let me show what we can do, what we do in Nigeria. Let him do it. But don't, don't shove it in our faces and don't take it as far as you took it. It's a bit much. It's not fair to Apollo. It's not fair to his family's heritage. It's just not fair. That's how I feel. Now, I wasn't sure exactly how Apollo Crews would do. I wasn't sure. I mean, I know he's good in the ring. He is. But we'd never seen a Nigerian drum fight before, so I didn't know what this was. And, of course, earlier, you know, Booker T, he's from Nigeria. He would not give us any clues, any, any, any good clues to tell us what this thing was. So we weren't sure what it was going to be. We knew for sure that it would be a no DQ, anything goes match. But Nigerian drum fight was not sure. Surprisingly enough, 
I enjoyed the match. I thought it was great. It, you know, it got me, you know, gave us a spin on what, you know, Nigerian drum fight could be. It was not anything that I expected. Apollo Crews on freaking fire. I was impressed with him. He brought his A game. He proved me wrong. That he, you know, he proved me literally wrong. Some of you may not agree, but I thought Apollo was great. He just, his ring awareness, his, you know, he knew what a Nigerian drum fight was. Biggie, he brought it. The two of them worked so well together in a ring. I was impressed. WWE, once again, shocked me. The only thing I wasn't happy with was they should have let Apollo Crews win clean. Granted, he's a heel, but they should have let him win clean. And when they didn't, that upset me because Apollo was doing good. He did not need any outside interference. He didn't need any backup. Big E and him had it. You didn't need to introduce a new superstar to WWE that way. To me, that just was not fair to Apollo, and it wasn't fair to Big E. As I told you guys, I thought it was going to be Big E. I really thought Big E had Apollo's number. Apollo proved me wrong. He proved me wrong. Apollo, shout out to you. I am impressed. I am, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going to go. Granted, I don't like you having a, you know, a sidekick. You don't need one. You're good without it. But WWE knows what they're doing. So, okay. So, as I said, Apollo Crews was the winner. He now is the Intercontinental Championship. And I wish him all the best as that. Moving on to the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Now, we all know how Asuka and Rhea are. They have done so well separately in, you know, in NXT, NXT UK. They've done well over in Japan. And you know, Rhea's done good over in Australia. They have been good. They have been really good. Both of them have been dominant in, both of their in the division. They both were good. I was surprised. I was actually really impressed with this one. This one I wasn't sure, like I told you guys, if whether it was going to be as good as Bianca Belair's and Sasha's, I was wrong. They did fantastic. I was impressed. Asuka and Rhea really shined. I was totally impressed with this match. Now, guys, I told you, I didn't think that Rhea was ready for Asuka. I really didn't think she was. But then again, WWE once more decided to swerve me and Rhea wins with a riptide. And it was an incredible riptide. It was not one that she normally does. A mid-air riptide. You guys saw it. I was impressed with it. I'm like, where did this come from? And why hasn't she been doing this the whole time? It was fantastic. So, of course, as I said, Rhea Ripley is now the Raw Women's Champion. Congratulations, Rhea. Now, moving on to the match I've been waiting for. The match that I was hoping would be fantastic. It was the main event, and that is the Universal Championship Triple Threat Match. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge. Now, this one, I told you guys, I didn't think Daniel needed to be in it. Did I think he deserved a title match? Yes. At WrestleMania? No. I just didn't think he did. But then again, what do I know? Daniel actually, you know, he was great. He was fantastic. It looked like the old Daniel Bryan back when he faced, you know, in that triple threat match that he had where he got the championship we faced Hunter and then Randy and Batista. This was classic. This was great. Edge, he looked phenomenal. Come out in that red and white gear. I loved it. 
Roman dominating as always. Yeah, I mean, Roman's always, when he gets into a ring, he dominates it. He really does. This time, I was kind of shocked because Roman's normally the type, he comes into a match, he dominates the whole thing. No. He was having a really hard time getting past both Edge and Daniel Bryan. I mean, if it wasn't one, it was the other. If it wasn't you know, one or the other, it was both. One of the most coolest parts that I thought, and I loved it, and you guys probably loved it too, is when Edge had the had him hooked into his little finisher, you know, his little finisher, and Daniel gets over and does the same thing with the LaBelle lock. They're both got him hooked. Poor Roman's got a bar in his mouth. I'm like, Roman's going to pass out. You both are going to make him pass out. And then who are we going to have as a definitive winner? I wasn't sure. But I got a kick out of Edge going, you let go. Daniel goes, no, you let go. It was funny and it was great. But in the end, the way it ended was unexpected. I mean, I kind of expected Jay Uso would be in it. But when they took Jay Uso out at the beginning of the match, I thought, okay, we're not going to see Jay the rest of the night. No offense to main event Jay Uso, but I didn't think we would see him the rest of the night. He shocked me. Comes in out of the blue in halfway toward the end of the match and just interferes again. Gets a spear for his troubles and then Ed turns around and he gets the spear from Roman. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Was not expecting that. And then Roman in his classic fashion takes both of them, puts them on top of each other for the one, two, three. I told you guys I'm a Roman Reigns fan, but I really did not think Roman was going to get this one. I thought that he, the numbers were stacked against him. The odds were stacked against him. He had two classic veterans in there that knew what they were doing. And I thought, you know, I kind of thought it was going to be Edge. I thought this was Edge's time to, you know, get the title back and go on a good title run. But then again, WWE again shocked me once more by well, you know, Roman Reigns winning. The way he won classic it was classic but i just didn't at that time think it was going to be roman i'm glad roman won i'm kind of interested to see where they're going to go with this with roman who's going to be his next challenger who really is going to take it off of roman who really can take it off of roman is roman going to be you know a dominating champion for quite a while should we see that could you know could we not who knows but it was a good match i was impressed i really was it was a really good match so my prediction was wrong again. I told you guys I went with Edge, and it wasn't Edge. It was Roman. Kudos to Roman. Good job. But like I told you guys, I was curious as to how night two was going to do as well as night one, stacked up side by side. Night two did fantastic. My favorite part of the night was The Fiend. His entrance was incredible. That, to me, set, you know, set the whole thing up. It made it great. Now, between the two, they both were great. Night two and night one did fantastic. WWE did really well with this one. You know, not having a crowd and now all of a sudden getting to use a crowd. They impressed me. They really did. So, I'm very proud of WWE. Shout out to WWE for that. I'm great. I'm, uh, it was great. It really was. So, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. You guys, you know, I really appreciate, you know, you guys listening. Remember... Follow me on social media on my Facebook or go to my Twitter at Wrestling Nights or on my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. And I'll see you guys next time for more wrestling action. Thank you for listening. Good night.